being here with us at Rose Quartz Mediumship Podcast, where we adore everything healing-based and everything metaphysically-based. Today, I want to talk a little bit about my relationship with Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine Energy. And I want to start by saying there are 9 million different directions that this conversation could go. And it's a topic that I would love to come back and talk about a little bit more with you guys. Understanding the way that I engage and work with divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy was really life-changing for me. It allowed me to be more purposeful with what energy I was sitting in. And when I was more purposeful, it became incredibly powerful for me. So first, I just want to talk a little bit about what divine feminine and divine masculine energy is. We each carry divine feminine and divine masculine energy inside of us. Doesn't matter what our gender or our sex is. And the way that you engage with that energy is unique to you. So divine feminine energy is typically our energy that is more being. It is our sensual, sexual, nurturing, intuitive, creative, flowy energy. It is really more about being than doing. Our divine masculine energy is about doing and less being. So that is our structure, our stability, our protection, our hierarchies. That is where we find stability. That is where we find structure. That is where we find protection. Both energies are really wildly important for us. And when we can be really purposeful about which energy we're sitting in, which energy we're engaging with, what energy we want to use, we want to call into a particular experience, that experience can become incredibly powerful, more powerful than if we were non-purposeful with our energy. And then there are so many things that impact whether we're sitting in divine feminine or divine masculine energy. And there's so many other cycles that are impacted, that we are impacted by, and being purposeful with being in divine feminine or divine masculine energy during those cycles can be really impactful. So for example, learning to work with the lunar cycle, the moon cycle, is a really powerful thing to do because there are phases of the moon or lunar cycle where doing and being in divine masculine energy is a natural thing that wants to come out of us producing doing accomplishing that's all our beautiful divine masculine energy and as we're getting close to a full moon that is what is naturally trying to come out of us and then when we are closer to a new moon you're naturally going to be in more divine feminine energy you want to be creative You want to be flowy, you want to be sensual, you want to be sexual, you want to be 
um, quiet. You might want to journal. You might want to meditate. You tend to be more drawn towards creative expressions coming out of you in all of their various different forms. So for me, learning about divine feminine and divine masculine energy, how I engage with it, and the way that I could use it to support particular activities that I was doing became really life-changing. But first, I really needed to understand and internalize and see how is it that I work with divine feminine energy? How is it that I work with divine masculine energy? And I had to look at where I had wounds around divine feminine energy, whether they were my own from this particular human experience, whether they were my own that I was carrying through from a past life, or whether they were ancestral. And so... This has been a multiple-year process for me, really diving deep into divine feminine and divine masculine energy and learning how to lean into one or the other and be purposeful with the energy that I'm sitting in. And obviously, you know, with the coaching and reading and intuitive business that I run, I spend a lot of time in divine feminine energy when I'm with clients, when we're doing healing work, when we're doing reflective work, when we're doing shadow work, when we're doing energy sessions, when we're doing sound baths, vibrational healing. Those are all very divine feminine. And yet there's this whole other side of the business because it is a business that is divine masculine. And so for me, going between divine feminine and divine masculine energy is really important. And being able to be purposeful with what energy I'm in allows the activity that I am working on to, first of all, feel a whole lot better because I'm not fighting myself. I'm not fighting the energy that I'm sitting in. And the quality of what comes out of me is very different. So I'm going to give you an example. When I book myself out of the office and I go to the ocean with my family or I go to the mountains with my family or I just spend a day in the backyard, in the gardens, in nature with my family, naturally, as soon as I've had enough rest, enough time away of nurturing other people, I get huge downloads about programs, about content, blog posts, podcasts, people who I should invite to be on the podcast with me, um, different ways to structure the the business, to really lean into some healing opportunities with clients. It is like content is just flowing through me it's not coming from me it is flowing through me and it is the rest it is being in divine feminine energy and having enough rest having enough um, nurturing energy for myself 
that creates the space for that creative flow, for that intuition, for me to work with the universe or source energy to get these downloads. And then as soon as I come back from being away, naturally all that wants to come out of me is getting the content down into a a format that people could consume, whether that is a blog post, a podcast, whether it's a workshop, whether it's a new program, whatever that looks like. It wants to come out of me. I want to be in divine masculine producing, doing, creating structure. I want to get it on the calendar. I want to get the program scheduled. I want to record all of the content and then put it into the modules in the order that it is coming through me. And so whenever I'm in a spot where I want some new content. I don't go searching for content. I take time away from the business. And in taking time away from the business, I get the content that I need. And I know that that might sound counterintuitive, right? If I want to produce more, I am going to step away from producing. But it is honoring the divine feminine needs in me that allow that program to come through me. And it took me, well, I guess longer than I want to admit, (laughs) if I'm being honest. It took me longer than I want to admit to really own that and understand that and honor that and respect that. Sometimes when I look back at prior versions of me, um, me earlier on in the business, I would try to push through something, try and produce harder. And it would feel very forced. It wouldn't feel natural. Um, It felt like I was reaching and grabbing. And when I really started to understand being in divine feminine and in divine masculine, it became so clear to me. That simply stepping away from the business, taking care of me in all of the ways that I needed to be taken care of, whether that means sleeping in and then having a slower morning where I'm journaling and then going for a walk or being in the gardens, going to the ocean and As soon as I am taken care of, content can just flow from the universe through me. And it is honestly one of the most powerful things that I have learned. And I am sure that I'm only one one hundredth of the way into what I will learn about how I engage with divine feminine and divine masculine energy. But what I do know is how incredibly impactful it was for me. Even understanding that on days where I'm seeing clients, I'm sitting in divine feminine energy a lot. Holding space, mirroring things back, 
asking questions, honoring emotions. It's a lot of divine feminine energy. And so in order to create a balance inside of myself, when I get up in the morning, on those mornings, I do a lot of producing. And that producing might look like laundry, dishes, cleaning, preparing food, right? But it's, it's producing, it's doing, it's being in divine masculine energy. Which then creates the space for me to be in divine feminine energy, divine feminine energy for hours with clients. And between clients, I'm always clearing my energy, but I'm also spending some time in divine masculine so that I can be in divine feminine with the next client who's coming in so that I can be the best version of me as a coach, as a shaman, as an energy healer, as an energy worker, as a medium. And learning that about myself, learning that if I just produce or do something for four minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes between clients, it makes a huge difference for me. It makes an enormous difference for me. And I've kind of gotten this pattern down now and to the point where my partner, when I will come out between sessions, will notice this really significant shift in my energy to where I'm in much more divine masculine energy. And he will call me Eric. So he'll say, oh, hey, Eric, when I come out in a lot of divine masculine energy. And it's, you know, he does it joking and playing with me, but he's also has a lot of awareness of what I'm doing. The fact that I am leaning into one or the other of these energies, these beautiful energies that are just stunning to be in when you're in them in the right moment. And so I just wanted to take a couple minutes and talk about it. It is a topic that, again, we could go so deep on in so many different directions. You can take divine masculine, divine feminine energy in a million directions. There's so much to talk about there. There's so much to unpack there. There's so much to learn there. And there's so much to honor there. And my truth is that so many of us are out of balance with divine feminine and divine masculine energy. So many of us have been taught that overproducing and doing or accomplishing producing is what we should be praised for. It's the value that we are providing. And so there's a bit of an addiction in our culture to being in divine masculine energy. But when you spend too much time in divine masculine energy, you can end up displaying the shadow aspects of it. You can slip into control. You can slip into fear. You can um, end up displaying the shadow versus the light aspects of divine masculine energy. And so you see a lot of a lot of organizations, a lot of um, companies in in our culture are really praising people for burning themselves out. 
And so in general, I see a lot of clients who struggle with being in divine feminine energy and giving themselves permission to rest, to be, to journal, to meditate, to dance, to create, to be an artistic flow, to be sensual. And when we do give ourselves permission, when we do override the stories that have been put on us, that unless we're producing, we have no value. There is no value unless you are constantly producing. When we unlearn that, when we say that is not true for me, and when we honor the beautiful benefits of being in divine feminine energy, magic happens. Pure magic happens. That's my truth. doesn't have to be anyone else's. But that's my lived experience, and it's what I've watched a lot of my clients demonstrate and, and watching the shift that happened in their reality. When they gave themselves permission to honor the divine feminine energy inside of them and the way that they want to work with it, the way that they want to be with it, the way that they want to embrace it, the way that they want to embody it, it's beautiful and it's magic and it's readily available to absolutely everybody. And one of the things that I find so, so impressive about being human is that we get the right to create all of these beautiful balances inside of us. And we get to enjoy what it feels like to be in divine feminine and then to be in divine masculine and really appreciate and show gratitude for both because they're both so beautiful. And again, there are shadow and light aspects to both. So there's shadow aspects to divine masculine. There's light aspects to divine masculine. There's shadow aspects to divine feminine. There's light aspects to divine feminine. In, in my lived experience, um, it has been that when I find a balance of enough time in both energies, I'm way less likely to be in the shadow aspect of either. And so I would just invite you to play with it a bit. If divine feminine, divine masculine energy is not something that you've played with, be playful, experiment, um, try it on in different ways and see what works for you. See what feels good and be present with whatever comes up. If you lean into divine feminine energy and you feel guilt and shame because you're not producing, if it is hard for you to sit on a Saturday morning with a cup of tea and journal, then start looking at the wound that you have with divine masculine energy or divine feminine energy. Why is it that you believe you always have to produce? That you can't give yourself permission to be in this beautiful, flowy, nurturing, yummy, divine feminine energy? And is there a wound there that has impacted your ability to allow yourself to be in that energy? 
And then you start looking at healing that wound. You start telling a different story. You recognize that it was a story that was put on you, that it doesn't serve you, that it's not from within you, and you say no thank you, and you start telling a different story. You start praising yourself when you do take time away, when you are in Divine Feminine, when you're just being, when you're creating, when you're flowy. You honor that. You celebrate that. You show gratitude for that. And eventually you start creating this new pathway in your brain where divine feminine energy is something you look forward to being in. And you'll watch your reality shift. I always use the example, or frequently use the example, of divine masculine energy feels like a water bottle to me. And divine feminine energy feels like the water inside the water bottle. So when I create enough structure for myself, enough stability, enough protection, meaning I am my own water bottle, I can then be the flowy, beautiful water inside of it as well. And so how are you able to give yourself the structure, the stability, the protection that you need so that you can flow inside of the human experience, so that you can be the water inside of the water bottle. And when you've played with that a bit, look at how you engage with your partner or partners whether these are romantic partners, whether these are family member partners, whether these are coworkers of yours, employees of yours, your boss. If they hold divine masculine, how do you hold divine feminine and vice versa? How do you engage with your the people in your reality? And are there certain individuals who when they come into your reality, you naturally fall into divine feminine because they're holding divine masculine so intensely. Or the other way around. Are there people in your reality who you naturally find yourself being in divine masculine because they don't hold that energy? And so you hold that energy and watch what that feels like inside of you. And begin to just observe and be curious and be playful about divine feminine and divine masculine energy and the way that it impacts you and the way that it feels when you're in one or the other and what that flow between the two feels like for you. And I would just invite you to be playful with it and curious about it. I simply adore having you here with us at Rose Quartz Mediumship Podcast. I really appreciate you listening. Really appreciate you being part of the community. And I hope that you have a beautiful morning, day, or night, wherever it is that this community is.